Good morning. Welcome to Tom's World Language Cafe, coming to you live from Havana, Cuba, in the Barrio de la Vibra. And it's the 4th of July, 4 de Julio, and all of you back home are celebrating while we are actually in the classroom. And uh, But hopefully we'll have time to celebrate later in the day. Um, I want to thank all of you for listening to the show. And if you would like to subscribe, you can subscribe up to the iTunes podcast online. And we welcome you to uh, be a listener kind of, uh, each week. And now we're going to tell you what we're doing here. I'm here with a group of five outstanding, wonderful um, teachers, and, and they all happen to be uh, 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 chicas, we call, I've been calling them the girls chicas. They're not that young, but they're pretty young people. And, uh, and they're also very beautiful people, nice people. And uh, we're happy that they're in our program. And uh, they have just finished the program. They've done a beautiful job here in Havana, Cuba, on the Aventura Cultural in Havana. And um, the the dynamism that they have brought to the the program has been phenomenal. They participated every day. They've worked hard. And uh, we are just so happy that they were able to do this and take time to help us. and we also have uh, two te- uh, teachers uh, from a studio San Perry where the, the, our teachers from the United States have been studying and they're here for 13 days. We're almost finished and um, learning about the Cuban culture and especially in Havana, Cuba. And I would like to present first um, uh, Juan Ramon, who's going to talk to you a little bit about the school and tell you what happens here at the school and what he does at the school. Juan Ramon, si quieres hablarle un poco de la escuela y lo que tú haces aquí en la escuela. En la escuela trabajo, soy fundador de la escuela, hace 25 años. Okay, and then I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop every couple of lines. Voy a parar después de dos o tres líneas. Y los profes, ustedes pueden levantar la mano para traducir, okay? Curiosamente estamos aquí Maritza y yo que somos fundadores de la escuela, los dos fundadores que quedamos en la escuela. Okay, we're going to stop and which Lisa. So Juan Ramón y and, and, the, <laughs> and the other teacher here with us, Maritza, were founders of the school and the school started 26 years ago. La escuela durante 25 años ha tenido muchas experiencias en la enseñanza de español a personas de todas partes del mundo. Pero realmente tenemos que reconocerlo también esta experiencia que hemos vivido con los grupos de Tom a lo largo de varios años nos han aportado muchos elementos nuevos en cuanto a nuestro trabajo diario y en cuanto a la forma de ver cómo impartir conocimientos y cómo saber, cómo apreciar más lo que tenemos para poder transmitírselo a la gente. Um, they have 25 years of experience teaching, and the program here with Tom has brought a new element of how they can teach and share the culture here in Havana, Cuba. Okay. And Juan Ramón, ¿qué enseñas en la escuela? En la escuela, además de español, por supuesto, eh, hace más de 20 años que también imparto conferencias acerca de la música cubana la música popular cubana en general y asuntos relacionados con religiones, en particular religiones de origen africano en Cuba. 
he says that he's a spanish teacher but he also gives lectures on popular music in cuba as well as mini lessons on the religions in cuba particularly the african religions or religions of african origin um now in a minute i'm going to come back to maritza and i'm going to go now to the american teachers in the united states and let them introduce themselves and say what school they teach at and we'll start over here with marcy hi i'm marcy um, i teach in ohio in the columbus area and i work for dublin city schools so this year i'll be teaching actually in high school and middle school and i am janice Lehman, and i teach spanish to middle schoolers in seattle seattle public schools and I'm Lisa South. I teach in Cloquet, Minnesota at Cloquet High School. I teach Spanish. <laughs> I'm Carmen Small, and I teach Spanish in Olathe, Kansas, which is a suburb of Kansas City. Mm -hmm. I'm Laura Frazier. I teach Spanish at Scott County High School in Georgetown, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. And um, so you can see we have a, a wide variety of teachers from all over the United States, which is really nice that we've all been able to share ideas and learn from each other and, and that's been a beautiful experience for us. And one of the things we have to decide quickly while we're live here is how we're going to do the interview or, or just the comments. And I thought we could kind of go around the room and have each of the American teachers talk about uh, what one or two things has really impressed them about Cuba and their visit. And then when we get to Maritza, llegar a Maritza, that Maritza can hablar un poco de, de, del programa, porque ha participado en el programa, y también hablar un poco de la, la cultura cubana, la Cuba de hoy, bien, más o menos. Okay, now, we're going to start over here with uh, Marcy. Eh? Marcy, do you want to hablar en español, and then one of us can translate for you? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Tu, um, la experiencia más importante para ti, lo que, bueno, lo que te ha gustado más que esa experiencia, ¿no? Lo que me ha gustado más. Pues, um, me encanta la gente cubana. Um, he conocido a mucha gente aquí en los parques, en las guaguas, en la escuela, en las calles, um, sobre todo, y siempre son muy amables y simpáticos, y for Marcy, meeting the people in this it has been the, probably the most uh, impactful thing for her, and everyone is very nice and friendly. Carmen, we, we, we let too much time go, right? I should have. <laughs> But, but maybe two or three sentences at a time. That happened to me yesterday, and I was interviewing the 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 the, 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 whole, the, whole, the teenager, and and I was asking. I'd ask questions in Spanish, then I'd have to go to the English, and then she answered. I go back to, you. and I forgot a couple uh -huh. of times what she had said. And I had to go back, and it was. ¿Qué más se dice? La gente en los parques, calles, guaguas, park in the streets, and the. People in the park, people in the streets, people in the buses. Now, one of the things for the listeners, it's interesting when you translate into another language that um, it's an art. 
and it, it's hard to do. I mean, it's, it, and those people that specialize in translating go to the, the great schools of translation. A lot of them are on the East Coast of the university. Uh, that it's an art to do this. You know, it's. Uh, I mean, we we can do it a little bit, but that isn't what we do. We're not trained translators. So, listeners, we are you people out there listening. <laughs> don't expect perfection on that. All right. Uh, now we're going to Janice. Janice, say, go ahead, Janice, to present yourself. In español, primero. Sí, en español. Okay. Bueno, estoy de acuerdo. Ah, tu nombre, tu nombre, la Soy Janice y soy de Seattle. I'm Janice from Seattle, Washington. Um, estoy de acuerdo con Marcy. I agree with Marcy. ¿Puedo traducir? Sí, sí, sí. Es más fácil así. Sí, sí. Estoy de acuerdo con Marcy. I agree with Marcy que es la gente que me impresionó mucho. It's been the people that have really um, made a big impression on me. Um, ellos son muy educados y inteligentes y quieren hablar de todo. They're just very educated, very intelligent, and um, want, want to talk, want, want to converse with people about anything. <laughs> um, son, son muy felices. Um, las cosas no son tan fáciles aquí para obtener cosas. Things here are not so easy to just be able to get whatever you might need. Um, so there are, in some ways, difficulties, but they're, nonetheless, they're just so happy and um, just creative and just wonderful, wonderful people. So okay. muy creativas y son personas maravillosas. Yeah, that was a great point that Janice made about here in Havana, for example, uh, when you need something, you can't just, you know, maybe jump in your car in five minutes and go down to the corner drugstore, pharmacy. I mean, it's it's a lot different. What that was a great point uh, about. It, it takes time. It takes time. And so if you um, if you're going to you want to go out and get something, you go for water. You want to get a sandwich. It, it takes time. You know, there's a time element involved that we we get used to in the United States where everything's pretty easy and quick. Yeah. And uh, in, in, in other countries, it isn't that way, you know. We go to Costco and buy hundreds <laughs> of dollars of groceries at yes. one time, clothing, food, things for our home at one time. And here right. at the grocery store, I stood in two lines right. to just buy three things. And just right. to be able to get into the grocery store right. was another point of one right. day we couldn't get into the grocery store because the line was too long. Okay. It's place to go to. Uh
normalmente malgastamos mucho de verdad es triste that we, we waste it's sad we waste a lot of stuff in the united states y pues esta creatividad es creativity podemos ver a través de la música you can see it in the music en el arte en la art que hay mucha arte aquí y pues en, en todo, en las religiones también, porque even religion se mezclan y se, pues, es, es bien interesante. It's, it's very interesting, sí, aquí. And I've learned a lot. Yo he, he aprendido mucho. Muy bien. Y Carmen. Soy Carmen Dunn, and I teach in uh, Lake East High School. And uh, para mí, además de la gente, Una cosa que he disfrutado es uh, la belleza de la naturaleza aquí. One of the things I've enjoyed a lot, in addition to the people, is the natural beauty here. Hay muchas, uh, muchos árboles, flores, bosques, ríos, parques, um, muchas cosas con mucha belleza que no he visto en los Estados Unidos. There's a lot of trees and flowers and beautiful parks and uh, forests and rivers, all kinds of uh, natural diversity that are really beautiful. Muy bien. Soy Laura de Scotland, Kentucky, y lo que me gusta es la mezcla de todas las culturas. I love the mix of all the different cultures. Se puede ver la historia con la mezcla de las culturas indígenas, con los españoles, con los franceses, con los africanos. Throughout history, you have the mix of the native cultures with the Spanish, the African cultures, the French cultures, all the people that came to visit. Y hoy en día la gente uh, va a otros países para trabajar, se casan con gente de otros países, gente de otros países vienen aquí para visitar, vivir. So even today, people are traveling from Europe and other Latin countries to visit here. People here, excuse me, people here are marrying other people and they live and work outside of Cuba and come back and share and just continue to mix all the beautiful cultures. Why do, what's a good reason for a teacher to participate in the program? Why, why do you think it would be good if a, some Spanish teachers participate? Marcy, a good reason. Um, immersing yourself in the culture and the language for two weeks straight, if nothing more than just that, being able to um, improve your, your language by hearing it all the time, speaking it all the time, reading it all the time and everything, um, and just to be able to bring a more authentic perspective back to your classroom instead of reading facts or looking at pictures in a book or on the internet um, to show yourself in pictures yes. and you sort of have videos of different things and to be able to explain, oh yeah, this one time, you know, we did this and um, and to be able to explain things more firsthand instead of... Excellent. That, that, that's an interesting point that we always forget about a lot sometimes and that is just being there, being in the culture, living the culture every day make, makes such a huge difference to be there. Uh, Janice. Well, every person here that asks me why did you come to Cuba, I say it's for two reasons. Dos razones por las cuales vine, 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 que vine The two reasons are to better my Spanish, para mejorar mi español, pero um, también, but also to 
to learn about this, the mystery of Cuba, to be able to take back to others in the United States to say, this is what Cuba is like, this is what the people are like, and um, specifically to our students as well, so that people, and more Americans can have a better realistic idea of what Cuba is like. Muy bien. Y luego, Lisa. Well, everything that they said. Todos lo que lo que ya han dicho ellas, pero también para mí, for me, es más que los Estados Unidos de Cuba tienen una historia. There's a big history between the United States and Cuba. Y pues podemos leer cosas en los Estados Unidos, ver videos en los Estados Unidos sobre Cuba, pero siempre hay otro lado a la historia. There's always another side to the story. De verdad. Y pues a mí me gusta siempre aprender más y saber el porqué. I always just want to know more and learn more and understand the why. And siempre hago preguntas. I'm always asking questions porque I want to be able to give my students the answers. Yo quiero que mis estudiantes hagan preguntas y que yo pues les puedo contestar en una manera más educada, más que simplemente lo que dicen los libros en los Estados Unidos. Porque aquí pues la historia pues hay más. There's, there's more to the story. There's more to the story. There's a lot, right, to the yes. story, yes. Yes, there's two sides to, to, yes. yeah, to every story. And it's important to know both sides of that history because it's not that, yeah, one's false, one's true, it's that it's all true or it's all there somewhere. Right, right. Um, what about, uh, Carmen, what's your take on this program? I think the collaboration with other teachers is something I hadn't really thought about before I got here, but I think I've learned a lot from all of you, from you know, Spanish or your observations, and sometimes you all would ask a question, I think that's a really good question, I should have thought of that. I think we've talked about different resources that I wasn't aware of before, or methods people have tried or curious about. I think one, that was really that, cool Yeah, the, one of the interesting things many people say about the the methods uh, class too is it's fun to do methods in Spanish. Mm-hmm. You know, to actually talk about things in Spanish, you know, where you're talking about the methods, you know, in, in, right. in Spanish instead of English. Yeah. And. Oh gosh, you guys have said so much. <laughs> but, you know, it's always more impactful for me when I show my pictures and I tell my kids they're my pictures. Yes. They yes. Up. The fact the U.S. is so big, we're so isolated from other countries because most of us live in, in central, a lot of us live in central states that don't touch any other cultures. And so the kids don't have access to that. It's kind of like, yeah, okay, there are other cultures out there, sure. But when you can tell them, no, this is my picture of me interacting in that culture, it means a lot more to the kids. Totally, totally. Which may be the biggest thing of all, you know, the, and, and the, which brings us to the projects. And that once you get your projects done, they'll be yours the rest of your life, and you can use them 20 years teaching, whatever you're 30, and you can use them forever, and they'll always be yours, and nobody can take them from you. You know, and that's one of the fun things about having those projects. When you finish them, 
it's you can pull that unit out and teach it whenever you want to teach it and and if you did two two projects two two units and it's and compartirlo with other profes and but it's your deal you made it and you created it and that's one of the neat things about a program uh, that you guys make your your projects and you get a you create your own things and that's that's really a beautiful thing uh, and especially using the realia which reminds me of the projects real quick um marcy can you tell the listeners what two projects you are doing um so my first project is called cuentos y comida so at the end of the year for spanish one um they've learned a lot of grammar and vocab and everything and we get to food which is what they look forward to all year um and so to um kind of revamp what i've normally done for like a food day culture day um this time it's going to include some history and some stories with it um i found a kind of a cookbook in in la Habana vieja um that had like the story about the recipe so like you know if a family makes it for a special occasion or why they make it this way or how you know where the ingredients come from stuff like that it's got a personal backstory to the to the um the recipe um and so i'm going to do that with my students too where they can either do it with their own families if they have a special recipe or also looking through those ones so that they can use a um you know hispanic food um and story along with it where they would tell about that one um and then the other one is about um music and arts and specifically um the roots in afro-cubano um influences with music and art and everything um because a lot of times um with very diverse students they don't necessarily know that there's more than one color of hispanic people um and so to be able to see people who look like them or to know that the world is is more diverse than they might think it is um and to see that especially in a in a creative way and to see that um you know there's people out there that are interested in the same things as them who look like them Jan- Janice, what about you, your project? You're doing, you're doing a lot with uh, music and baile. And can you tell the listeners what you're going to do there? It's yes. a lot of neat stuff, yeah. So I always love using music in my classes, um, but I'm terrified of dancing. Uh-huh. <laughs> but we took a salsa classes here in Havana. And um, also in the U.S., to take a Zumba class a couple months ago and it really got me interested in like it would be so cool if I could get my kids to get over their fears of Americans are not stereotypically not necessarily uh, open to just dancing here in Cuba it's just as they would say in their blood like they dance from the time that they can walk so if I can get my students to um, to see that liveliness for rhythm and beats and um, appreciation for music and especially through dance that um, I have uh, different videos that I've recorded while I've been here of different musicians playing Cuban music and I do a a brief PowerPoint to the middle school kids that I teach about different styles of music, um, different names of music and identify some of the instruments that they use here, which are different than some of the instruments we typically use in the U.S. And um, of course, Juan Taramera is a really famous song that I think even a lot of Americans have heard if they've traveled and they even play that song in Mexico. But um, just uh, analyze that song and a couple other songs. So I'm really excited to 
do all that when I get back to the U.S. this next school year. Excellent. And Lisa, what about your project? I'm doing Legends of Cuba, Stories of Cuba, and also La Politica, a little bit about politics, but that theme here in Cuba is so broad because it impacts, the government system impacts so many different aspects of life that it might just turn out to be, as Tom said, maybe just un poco de todo, a little bit of everything, but all, like all, you know, wrapped up in the, in a theme of, yeah, government and how, more or less, how things work, because I know in 12 days I don't have a full understanding, just come on. And sometimes un poco de todo becomes a lot, right? I mean, and the little, it, yeah, becomes a really powerful thing, yeah. <coughs> so, okay, excellent. And we go now to uh, entonces uh, Carmen, who's going to tell us about her projects. My first project is a food project similar to what Marcy is doing, and my second project is uh, daily life in Cuba. I thought that would be a good way. There's so many interesting aspects. It's kind of an overview of housing, transportation, education, career, family, celebrations. It was just sort of a way to kind of give an overview of all of those things, I think. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure, it's a lot. I'm not sure how I'll get it on there, but <laughs> I'll figure out something. Sure, it'll be a yeah. super project for both of them. Um, now we're gonna go to Maritza, and Maritza is gonna, ella va a decirnos algo de, de lo que hace ella aquí en la escuela y su vida y su contacto con el idioma de Esperanto uh -huh. uh, y lo que hace en la vida porque Maritz también es, siempre está uh, promoviendo los idiomas eh, y, y tratando de promocionar todo la, lo posible de Esperanto, de español, de todo y he tenido el gran placer de conocer a Maritza ya por unos años, cuatro años ya y hemos pasado por, por muchísimas experiencias aquí en la escuela por los veranos. Um, pero la, más que nada, si puedes decirnos algo lo que haces, tu trabajo, etc. Y luego unas líneas sobre, bueno, unas palabras sobre la cultura cubana y lo que te impresiona más de la cultura cubana. ¿Bien? Bueno, sí. Eh, ah. Mi nombre, a ver. Bueno, mi nombre es Marisa Gutiérrez González. Eh, como dijo Juan Ramón, ya eh, estamos aquí desde que la escuela se inauguró, incluso antes ya estábamos aquí. Uh, Marisa was here uh, this, about the same amount of time as Juan Ramón, and what was it? No one can see last week. No, they Sí, incluso antes, porque eh, nosotros trabajamos ya desde, desde con Julián, que hablábamos el otro día, desde el año 79 trabajamos en la, eh, una asociación que es la Asociación Cubana de Esperanto. Y eh, desde el año 91 estamos aquí en esta casa con la asociación, que es una asociación cultural y que enseña idiomas. Y a través de eso, bueno, empezamos y creamos la cooperativa de idiomas. So, this Esperanto, the that you're involved with is it's a big thing, isn't it? I mean, you, you just had a big Congress, right? A Congreso. Sí. En donde estuvieron ustedes, yeah. Uh, 
en muchas partes, ¿verdad? Muchas partes sí. de, 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 de seguí mundo, todo sí. por el Facebook. Incluso en Estados Unidos, hemos estado en Canadá, aquí en América, Brasil, México eh, y, y bueno, Centroamérica, pero bueno, en toda Europa también hemos estado en Asia, en diferentes congresos, Japón, China, eh, Vietnam y en toda Europa. Y, bueno, este año, son congresos anuales que se hacen, las asociaciones de Esperanto en el mundo, la sede está en Holanda. Y bueno, cada año ellos eh, eh, invitan y bueno, nosotros asistimos ¿no? a los cubanos. En este caso, en este momento, yo estoy presidiendo también la Asociación Cubana de Esperanto. So, Maritza es president of the Esperanto Society now and has traveled all over the world pretty much and is a big promoter of Esperanto, right? Now, what would you say about this group de profesores that we have here? Puede comentar un poco sobre, de, de sobre el grupo, sí. Bueno, <risa> bueno el, el grupo, este grupo lo que encuentro, la, la diferencia quizás no sé si es porque es más pequeño, el año pasado también era un grupo sí. más o menos pequeño, ¿no? ¿Ya? Que todas tienen un nivel de español muy, muy similar, sí. muy bueno, eso es una diferencia que noto, que además que es muy parejo todo, que es muy alto. Y también en los temas ya de, de metodología, pedagogía, esas cosas, lo que he podido escuchar, ¿no? lo que cada uno hace en su clase, también me parece. Maritza said that this group has a very high level of Spanish and that they are also very skilled at their methods, with their methods, etc. in the discussions. Yes, they are, for sure. Sí. And um, what it came out for it is there no. Bueno, puedo decir de, del, del grupo. Sí, que hace, es, está muy interesada, pienso, ¿no? En, sí. en aprender de Cuba. Quizás he visto en la diferencia que eh, otros grupos, sobre todo aquel en que estaba Paz, si la ves en Vía de Salud, y Soledad, ¿no? Soledad, sí. Eh, ellas quizás eran mucho más atrevidas haciendo preguntas sobre Cuba, ¿no? Que ustedes las vi, las vi un poquito, quizás, ¿no? Porque vienen. Eh, Quizás tienen temor ¿no? de hacer preguntas que puedan ser delicadas, pero bueno, nosotros aquí siempre, ya a través de, de, de lo que hemos estado viviendo con el Esperanto, yo realmente les digo que lo, los miembros de nuestra asociación, Matamón también lo ha experimentado en sus visitas por ahí, hemos confrontado en muchas conferencias en diferentes partes del mundo preguntas a veces muy eh, complicadas, ¿no? Y bueno, estamos, cada uno damos nuestra visión, como personas somos parte de la sociedad civil cubana, como organización, y, y bueno, damos nuestra visión desde ese punto de vista, nuestra experiencia como una organización de la sociedad civil de Cuba, además. Que okay. everybody can always ask Marisa sí. questions about Cuba, yes, sí. uh, without any, any uh, concern, because she always tells the truth, and she's a, a excellent, outstanding teacher, and et cetera, et cetera. What about the cultura cubana? De hoy, de, de hoy. hoy. Bueno, eh, ya el otro día hicimos una, una conferencia aquí sobre cultura cubana y bueno, yo les decía la, la parte del tema de la música que es la que más influencia siempre tiene en la, en la vida del cubano. ¿no? Eh, la cultura cubana es algo que, que parte ya en sus raíces de una gran mezcla y yo les hablaba de una mezcla eh, no solo en, en lo que cada uno trajo de trasfondo cultural, es decir, los que vinieron fueron traídos de África, todos los que vinieron de España y de otras regiones, cada uno traía detrás todo un bagaje cultural, ¿no? Como decimos. Y el resultado de toda esa mezcla bien 
transcultural, como dijimos aquel día, pues dio el, el, a lo que es la, la cultura cubana, la identidad también. Y bueno, lo que más me impresiona es eso, que la gente tiene un sentido de pertenencia muy fuerte con esta isla. That uh, the influence from Spain and from uh, Africa and Cuba and all the cross-culture influence from those countries helped shape the culture of Cuba and have the great interest, of course, in music. And it's uh, a great melting pot of other countries. Which somebody in our group brought that up the other. Who brought that up? Somebody. It was Laura. And Laura, Laura was talking about beautifully observed that how she had observed just kind of walking around the city and seeing people, that there's a huge, huge influx, right? And I assume here, of immigrants too, immigrantes también. Is that, do people come here, uh, I assume if they wanted to come from Africa to Cuba, can they get here and stay here? Ahora, sí. en la actualidad, bueno, ahora hay muchos que vienen porque hay programas de intercambio, por ejemplo, con países del África, también de Centroamérica, de todo el Caribe. Do you have the problem of immigrantes coming to Cuba that want to come? Yo pienso que no hay un programa como tal, pero hay muchos que vienen, se quedan en Cuba por varios años, cinco, seis, hasta ocho años. Algunos se casan, se quedan, otros se van, que vienen a Cuba a estudiar fundamentalmente, no por la facilidad que tienen se hacen los programas. Pero hay muchísimos, hay un programa de, por ejemplo, con el Caribe, todos los países caribeños y se han formado más de 6,000 eh, eh, graduados mm -hmm. de diferentes yes. especialidades. So Solo del Caribe. Yeah, there's a lot of exchange programs and ah, exchanges yeah. going on with cultures all the time. Um, so Juan Ramon, what what else can you tell us about this grupo? Anything else que más puede decirnos del grupo, de este grupo? A mí el grupo me ha impresionado. Mm -hmm. Realmente he trabajado en otras ocasiones también y coincido con Maritza en que hay un buen nivel de, del idioma en cuanto a la forma de proyectarse, de usarlo. Sí, noto que no siempre hacen preguntas eh, picantes, diría yo, eh, quizás a veces un poco respetando también las posibilidades, pero no, no siempre hemos estado abiertos a... a cualquier tipo de pregunta y aclarar desde nuestro punto de vista por supuesto pero esa es una observación pero so he's, en general Juan Ramón's been very impressed with the group too as we all have and uh, we're so happy to have him here and we really are and we hope that you use these projects and all your acquaintances forever and that you guys all come back to Cuba and visit uh, this is my fourth time back, and I, you know, we've had three programs now in Cuba, and it's just uh, a wonderful experience for all of us, and, and it's so wonderful to work with you guys. And apreciamos mucho ya todo su trabajo que ustedes hacen aquí. Para nosotros, para los cubanos, sabemos que ustedes hacen muchísimo, y les agradecemos muchísimo, ¿no? Incluso ayer cuando comencé la conferencia o el conversatorio acerca de las religiones, empecé precisamente por ahí. Preguntas. Pregunten todo lo que quieran preguntar desde el punto de vista de religioso, pero también vinculado con otros aspectos. O sea, para juzgar, para que puedan encontrar más elementos de las cosas que nos caracterizan. Sí. La, la cosa... So, 
we are going to end our show and and thank all of you for being on our show. Mil gracias por estar en el programa y a todos ustedes. Y que I hope that all the listeners come to Cuba and we hope that you keep coming to Cuba and that uh, someday uh, Cuba and the United States will be one, right? We'll just be like great friends and politically and everything else. And uh, we thank you all for listening and uh, have a great July 4th. I, I don't know what we're doing tonight. We're going somewhere to eat and uh, I don't think we're going to have any fireworks though, but no, no, not another day of fuegos artificiales, but maybe another day. But uh, thank you very much for listening and uh, come back soon. Our next program is going to be about Spanish culture. Uh, and uh, we're going to be talking to some people from España, so be sure to come back and check out our program. And tomorrow, todos ustedes, we're all going to just we're all going to just say Viva Cuba, right? Everybody ready? One of those tres. One dos tres. Viva Cuba. Okay, excelente, muy bien, gracias. <laughs>